0: Welcome to the Melanin Wellness Podcast, the place for all things black and POC wellness. Here on the podcast, you can find all the most relevant news and tips that affect us, our lifestyles, and our communities. I'm your host, Karina Dunn. This episode is about the secrets to cutting back on added sugar and salt. I will give you some easy tips on how you can cut back on the amount of added sugar and salt that you consume. And you may wanna stay until the end because you won't wanna miss any of the six additional strategies for boosting your diet. You can support the podcast by sharing it on social media, leaving it a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, or DM me questions or comments about this episode. And to stay up to date with the latest from the show, go to my website, www.themelaninwellnesspodcast.com and join my mailing list. And without further ado, Let's get shaken. what's up family and thanks for tuning in again to the melanin wellness podcast i hope that you all are doing well and i'm excited to be here with you again this week because the topic today is really important especially for my black and people of color families you know we're talking about added salt and sugar intake and these are two of the things that often hurt us the most so I'm really looking forward to sharing this information with you and hopefully it's a value to you and you can take it in and start to use these techniques that I am going to discuss in this episode. But before we begin, let's do our 30 seconds of gratitude so that we can start the show off right. First of all, I am so grateful for my health, I am so grateful for my peace, I am so grateful for happiness. I am grateful for new beginnings. I'm grateful for new opportunities. I'm grateful for new challenges. I'm grateful for my family and the strong bond that we share. That might have been more than 30 seconds, but you know, as I always say, you can never be grateful enough. So take as much time as you need when giving gratitude because gratitude can literally change your life. All right, now let's get into this episode. Let me ask you a question. What if there was one thing you could do that would eliminate 80% of the excess sugar and salt in your diet? Would you do it? Would you try it? You can eat healthier without giving up desserts and potatoes. Okay, y'all, this is definitely a good episode for me because I'm gonna tell you right now, potatoes, mm, especially potato chips. Mm, I've shared with you all before that potato chips are my Achilles heel. And and (laughs) so giving up potatoes will be a hard sell for me. So if you're like the average adult, you're eating too much sugar and too much salt. And most of that comes from processed foods that we buy in our supermarkets and our restaurants. And what makes matters worse is that many of these items, such as sweetened breakfast cereals and sodas, are ultra processed. It's one of the reasons why they're so addictive and it's hard to break those habits. They're full of artificial ingredients made in labs and they've been shown to accelerate weight gain. So not only do they pack on the pounds, but they accelerate that weight gain. And especially for those of you that are in my over 40 crowd or those who may um, struggle with thyroid issues, we don't have time for that. We do not want anything accelerated when it comes to uh, gaining weight because it can be very difficult to get it off and excess weight is not good for our organs. You can still enjoy delicious foods along with the health benefits of cutting back on your sugar and salt intakes. That includes lowering your blood pressure and your LDL cholesterol, as well as reducing your risk of heart attacks, strokes, and other serious illnesses such as chronic inflammation and diabetes. Now, let's start off with these few suggestions. You ready? Get your pen and paper ready. All right, so Start by eating more whole foods. So about 80% of the sugar and salt in our diets comes from the processed foods, as I stated before. And so switching to whole healthy foods, such as fresh fruits and vegetables, um, whole breads, whole wheat breads, oat breads, multi grain breads, um, more organic meats if you are a meat eater, And while these things are a big change, you can succeed if you just take it one small step at a time. I do not suggest anybody going cold turkey. When I work with my clients, I, you know, oftentimes people think that the way to do it is just to cut everything cold turkey. And that's how I'm going to get there. And to be honest with you, those have been some of my personal biggest failures have been times when I have attempted to do something cold turkey. You have to give yourself a chance and do it one small step at a time. Just one thing at a time. So let's get into it. So number one, check your cabinets. Put junk food out of reach. Make it more difficult to get to. Remove it from your kitchen or store it on the highest shelves, which will definitely work for me because I'm too short to reach all the way up there anyway. So <laughs> You're less likely to give in to temptation if it means driving to a store or taking the extra step to get out their step stool because that's just annoying. You just want to grab it and go, right? Right. So number two, I know you've probably heard this before, but shop the perimeter of the store. So that's the outside of the stores because the outside of the stores tend to have the most healthy whole foods. So usually when you go in, you're going to find your Fresh fruits and vegetables are going to be on your perimeters. Your meats are going to be on your perimeters. Your your dairies, your eggs, your, um, your orange juices, things like that, they're typically going to be on the perimeter of the store. So if you stick to those outer aisles of the supermarket, that's where you're going to find, again, that fresh produce and your dairy instead of chips and candy. Chips and candy, if you seriously sit and think about your grocery store, which I am literally doing right now while I'm talking, I'm thinking about the setup of my grocery store and on the perimeter of the grocery store are are the things that I just listed. And in the aisles are the frozen foods, are the chips, are the cookies, are the, you know, all of those, all of those things are in the aisles. So the sugary cereals, all of those things are in the aisles. Number three, we can visit a farmer's market. I absolutely love going to a farmer's market. First of all, I love being outside in the air, um, getting the foods. Number two, you get to support locally sourced ingredients. And number three, they're always so fresh and they are really good for you. And I don't know. Um, if you've ever had this experience. But for me, when I use fresh ingredients, my body just feels different. And my family have noted the same things. So farmer's markets are awesome. So you can diversify your grocery shopping by using farmer's markets. And also research farmer's markets and ethnic shops in your neighborhood. They're going to have things that you probably don't have, um, things you don't have access to, things you hadn't even thought of. And when you start venturing out and using different ingredients and herbs and spices you're gonna find that you're gonna start to cook differently because the herbs and spices mm, listen, the right combination you don't even need salt y'all all right next bring a list right so when you go to the grocery store don't go in the grocery store a don't go in there hungry because you're gonna grab all kinds of foolishness that you really don't need <laughs> number two, which is gonna spend cost, cost you to spend more money number two it's also going to cause you to often forget the things that you actually need so make a list I have an app on my phone called out of milk and I use it to create my list on my phone I have a board at home where my whole family whenever we're out of something or we need something they write it on the board and then I take my phone and I go to the the drawer erase board list and i add those items in out of milk and so when i go to out of milk the items that are in the list once i grab that item i click the checkbox and it moves it out of the way for me so that way i don't forget the important things bringing a list helps you to reduce impulse purchases by planning what to buy before you leave the house create menus for the week so you'll know what ingredients you need um was an episode uh that I made last year about um, meal healthy meal planning in about five minutes. And that's something that I do. I create a menu for the week and I sit down and I go through my pantries and my spice cabinets and I see what I already have. And then I make a list of the things that I am missing. Because when you do that, it not only helps you keep from buying things that may add to that salt and sugar intake, but it also helps you stay on budget so in that episode i think was like episode six or something like that i'll i'll try to remember to link that so you can listen to that again and listen to how i meal plan like in five minutes (laughs) all right number five dine at home restaurants and manufacturers tend to use ultra processed ingredients because they're tasty and cheap yes we all know they're tasty (laughs) but by preparing your own meals and snacks you're not only saving money but you also get to control how much added sugar and how much added salt goes into your meals and snacks one of the resources that i use when i am looking for um healthy recipes i use um it's called clean eating.com and it's a magazine um i think that's what it that's what it's called I have to double check, but i will I will link that resource along with another resource that I use is called Clean Food Crush and I use that I've used it for years and she has an amazing program. She has a blog where you can go there and find all kinds of tasty recipes that you can use to help reduce some of that salt and sugar added salt and sugar in your diet. Number six, adjust your recipes. Experiment with using a little less salt and sugar than the recipe calls for. Um, Taste your food before picking up the salt shaker um, to see how much you really need because oftentimes it's a natural reaction. Many of us grab the salt shaker and just start shaking before we even taste it. And that's one of the reasons why if you ever watch cooking shows, they always are tasting their food as they're cooking because that is how you know oh, okay, I could use a little less of this or a little more of that. So that way you know that once you plate that dish, you don't need any added uh, salt or sugar because you've already tasted it and you know it's to your liking. So now there are a few other ideas that you can use for cutting back on your added salt and sugar. Because if you like the results that you get from just the tips that I just shared so far, you may decide you want to take it one step further. So I'm going to give you six simple strategies that you can use, in addition to what I just told you, to make your diet even healthier. So number one, like I stated in the beginning, cold turkey is never a good idea. And usually when my clients are wanting to achieve certain goals, and again, they want to immediately rush to hey, let's just cut it off really fast and just go cold turkey. I always let them know that that typically leads to binges and you usually fall off because you you can't fight those urges and cravings but for so long and then something in life is gonna happen and then you're gonna give in and then it just will never end. And now you're off and you feel like I can't even do this anymore. So the number one success, suggestion is to taper down if you gradually reduce how much sugar and salt you add to your foods you may change your habit without even noticing any difference in the taste for example if you usually take your coffee with sugar work your way down a quarter teaspoon at a time i did this um and i went from at one point i think i was using six teaspoons of sugar this was quite a while ago um i think i'm When I do drink coffee now, I only use three because I would literally just take it down, 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 down. Now I'm to the point to where I rarely drink coffee anymore anyway. But that is one way to start to change your habits one small step at a time. Number two, substitute other flavors. So like, again, like I was saying before, you can use herbs and spices to liven up your dishes and the right combinations doesn't even require salt because the flavor of the herbs and spices are going to just pack such a powerful punch that it's going to take your food and your dishes to the next level. And so to save money, you can grow many herbs indoors and buy products that'll keep them fresh in the refrigerator for days. And I think that I, uh, said on an episode, um, I was talking about stress relief tactics and, um, indoor plants and things. That was one of the stress relief tactics. And I discussed hydrophonics and basically hydrophonics is just an indoor garden and you have your artificial LED lighting and you have all the no- nutrients and you've got your water tank. You have everything you need there to grow your own herbs. I do it all the time. I've grown Thyme, basil, cilantro, green onions, tomatoes. I've grown all kinds of fresh herbs and spices. And it definitely saves me money. And it also makes me feel good. It's very calming and very relaxing to tend to those plants as well. So that's a, uh, a extra bonus there to help relax the mind, helping with that mental health. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll put the episode in at the bottom to link to that episode if you want to check that out. Number three, read your labels. So when you're buying food that is already processed, that's in a box or a bag, check the nutritional information. For example, frozen vegetables without sauce can be a wholesome time saver. And I know that there are certain vegetables that personally, I just prefer to get frozen because they tend to turn faster when you don't use them like green peppers are one like bell peppers they turn so fast and oftentimes you don't get a chance to use them quickly so they are a good alternative green beans frozen you still get the same nutritional value um broccoli cauliflower. Those things do not lose their nutritional value. They keep their nutritional value even when they are frozen. And so those can be time-saving and also money-saving. So that way you don't buy a bunch of fresh fruits and vegetables that you don't have time to use and then ultimately wind up wasting it and having to throw it out, right? Number four, drink your water. We all know this. However, I do want to say this before I finish this when it comes to water every person's water intake that's needed is different so for years we've been hearing the standard of drink eight glasses of eight glasses of eight ounce water every single day and not everybody needs that amount of water believe it or not because for some of us i know Myself, I cannot drink that much water because otherwise I run the risk of something called water poisoning. And yes, it's a thing. You can waterboard yourself if you take in more water than what your body actually needs. I always know that I've had my fill when I begin to feel really full and kind of bloated feeling. And that lets me know that I kind of need to back up a bit and kind of mix it up in my diet and and mix and add a little green tea or, you know, something else to help with that. So just always remember that the amount of water everybody needs is going to be different, right? But quench your thirst with plain water rather than sweetened beverages. And if you like a little more flavor, add fruit or cucumber slices. I have a detox water that I make and I put my fruit and my cucumbers and all that it's 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 so delicious and it helps to flush my system out and it really does taste good when you've got that actual flavor and i don't know about anybody else but for me my water has to be absolutely ice colder i'm not gonna drink it anyway so <laughs> also another tip you can put a glass of or a bottle of lemon water by your bed and sip on that when you first wake up in the morning it helps to get your body moving um it helps with a little detox lemon water is really awesome Um, i started doing that mm, probably about a month ago now and i've noticed a significant difference in a lot of things like my skin is more glowy and um i definitely have more energy because i'm more hydrated and it definitely helps with the hydration Number five, increase that fiber. Foods rich in dietary fiber help prevent cravings for sweet and salty snacks. Smart choices include fruits, vegetables, and whole grains because you're going to get your necessary daily fiber if you eat the correct amount of fruits and vegetables and whole grains in your diet. However, if you do not get those in, there's no worries. There are plenty of um, supplements out there like Metamucil that can help you to get those the necessary fiber in your diet so that also helps to keep your digestive system regular and keep you from having stomach upsets and things like that because like nobody got time for that (laughs) and finally number six sleep well Getting enough sleep each night helps to fight cravings as well. So in addition to all the other health benefits, going to bed earlier and waking up a little bit earlier will help you to awake ready for a hearty good breakfast, right? And now again, when it comes to to the amount of sleep a person needs, it's going to be different for everybody. Some people have to have that eight hours, right? Some people can get by with six. You definitely don't want to go less than six, um, because then you start to running into brain fogs, and then your your serotonin gets off, and then you start your mood starts to get off. So definitely. Try this to find out what is your like your sweet spot for the amount of sleep you need. So if you go to sleep and you get six hours of sleep and you wake up in the morning and you still find yourself a bit sleepy, that means you need to go to bed a little earlier, get another hour of sleep. Then you get seven hours. Then you may wake up and feel rested and feel great and ready to take on the day. Then that's your sweet spot, right? So everybody, the amount of sleep that everybody's going to need in order to be well-rested and 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 upbeat and ready to take on the day is going to be a little bit different, so just do that little test to figure out which works best for you and so, as you eat more whole foods, you're refraining your taste buds, excuse me, retraining your taste buds <clears throat> to prefer natural flavors. You may soon like homemade whole grain pita chips more than pork rinds, for example, or potato chips. I don't think that's gonna happen for me though y'all. <laughs> You'll be increasing your chances for leading a longer and more active life by consuming less salt and sugar. Now, again, you don't have to cut out everything out of your diet. You don't because a balanced diet consists of whole healthy foods that's the primary makeup of your diet but it also includes some of your favorite snacks as well in moderation and that is the key here everything must be done in moderation in order to maintain your wellness and stay active right and so when you are implementing the things that i just said you will be able to find ways to cut and cut down on your sugar and your added salt this is this isn't sugar and salt that's just naturally occurring. These are things that are added into your diet because we definitely want to lower those risks for blood pressures and strokes and diabetes and all of those things that are killing us at a disproportionately high rate. All right? Thanks for listening to another episode of the Melanin Wellness Podcast family. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, share it on social media or leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also find all the details and the links discussed in this episode in the show notes. And to catch all the latest from the show, you can go to the website, themelaninwellnesspodcast.com and join the mailing list. I've always got some stuff going on over there, so definitely join the family. Thanks again, family, and I will see you next time. Take care.